0: All right, guys. Welcome to another episode of The Danimal's Cage. I'm your host, the mighty Danimal, Dan Martins. On today's show, it is my pleasure to welcome in James Marin, aka Lost in Hollywood. James, how you doing, pal? Thanks for having me. I'm doing good. And you? Good stuff, man. I'm doing really well. Thanks again for taking time to chat. For sure. Okay. So the first question is that I ask everybody is, tell me about you. Tell me about kind of how you started playing music and kind of how everything's kind of gotten to where it is right now. Cause I know before we went live, you talked about like how you had your own band and now lost in Hollywood is just kind of something you've been doing like during the whole like quarantine COVID situation. Yeah. So talk a little bit about that, like your beginnings and then where how you've gotten to where it is now.
1: Okay. So I guess I'll start from the very beginning. <laughs> um, When I was a kid, like literally like three years old, my uncle would show me like, Black Sabbath, Led Zeppelin. My parents did not like that at all. And uh, so as I grew a bit older, they didn't really like that I was listening to that type of music. So of course it just made me want to listen to that type of music more. So Mm -hmm. (laughs) going on from there, I joined this school called Carlaw. They put me into bands, did that for a while, then created my own band because I was in bands and I really found that a lot of people would leave and stuff like that would happen. And just whether that's for university or whatever it is. So I came up with my own band, James and the Midnight Riders, named it that, um, so that the Midnight Riders can always be changing. I think we've had actually a full lineup change even in the uh, course of its band, of the history of the band.
0: How long and, have you been a band?
1: Um, I think... Don't quote me on this, but about three years, four years, something like that. Okay. Yeah. And now the quarantine, it's really, really crazy. So um, we can't see each other, we can't practice, we can't do live shows or anything of that sort. And we're all kind of going on to different things with university and college and all that type of a thing. And so I came up with this Lost in Hollywood idea, which is a solo project where I'm in my bedroom. I'm like playing guitar and drum, well, I'm not playing drums, but I'm programming them in and that you hear on the EP actually that I released, um, back in September. And this is just kind of a solo project that I've been doing. Hopefully I can take it live. I'll need to get members for that. Mm -hmm. But, um, yeah, that's kind of what this is right now. Just me in my bedroom.
0: (laughs) That's awesome, man. Now, in terms of influences, like you talk about like Black Sabbath and Zeppelin yeah. and all that stuff. So, do you draw like kind of a classic rock influence to your sound? Because what I've noticed about your Instagram as well, like you do a lot of, and the stuff you do on like YouTube, you've covered like all time low and yeah. you have like kind of a classic rock meets pop punk kind of vibe. That's yeah. what I got. That's what I got just from like chatting with you and just kind of like checking out your socials.
1: For sure. Yeah. I think. Music for me is very broad because I like everything from Frank Sinatra to like Marilyn Manson. Wow. It's so funny. Um, Me and my girlfriend went to Value Village the other day and I'd pick up CDs from there because my car stereo doesn't even have the plug-in for the MP3. Mm -hmm. Um, It's all CDs still. So um, I'd buy CDs from Value Village and in the same run, I think I got like, Frank Sinatra, Marilyn Manson, Meatloaf, and, like, uh, Stevie Nicks. Wow. So it's very, very broad. Um, I even love uh, musical theater. Nice. Um, nice. I don't know if you've heard of it, but um, I'm really, really into the Heathers
0: soundtrack right now. Not only do I... Okay, Heathers is one of my favorite movies. My sister, who goes to Brock University, she starred as Veronica, Winona Ryder's character in in the rock production of heathers and she nailed it she oh just fucking God, she fucking amazing. nailed it yeah it it was a good it was a good time yeah
1: i would love to be jd like, Yeah, that's honestly a that's a dream role for me for sure. well
0: it's, it's so funny because you actually kind of look like the guy who played jd yeah. in this production of heathers oh, really? that, that my sister was in <laughs> yeah kind of look like you long hair like down to a science like it's it's (laughs) kind of crazy right now that's amazing yeah that's awesome maybe
1: i have a good chance of getting it then i don't know (laughs) i played it you
0: know well if if there's ever like if if covid wants to end and if they start doing (laughs) like community productions of heathers you should definitely audition yeah for sure i'd love to that'd be awesome but that's cool like but you like, you've got, like, such this, like, broad background and, like, interest in music. Like, that's exactly kind of me because – because I listen to a lot of things as well. Like, there's really nothing that I don't necessarily hate. Like, I've listened to everything, like, throughout my life. I'm 25, so. Yeah. Awesome. Now, moving forward, like, as I, ta- I touched on this a few minutes ago, your social media presence, like, you – you are very like engaging with your audience, like all the people who comment and like your stuff. Like you're always asking, like where you're from, and like yeah. what, what do you like? How's your weekend? Like, hope your summer's yeah. been doing well. Like that's that's awesome, and that's something I really admire. Uh, one thing I've noticed too, like, because you talk about, you have a new video coming out at the time of recording this. It comes out tomorrow, so October twenty eighth yes. for Pet Cemetery what's that one all about like is that a is that Ramones cover is that a song of your own um so it is the Ramones cover but the
1: music video is actually um really cool because I really love theater stuff I Mm -hmm. like being really theatrical and although I have not done as much theatrical stuff as I would like to I'm going to start really incorporating stories um there's a few album ideas like whole concept album ideas that Mm -hmm. i have kind of brewing for next albums that type of a thing and um so with this story it's gonna be a part of a four song trilogy there's a quote that i really like by tim burton um he says every story has a beginning a middle and an end and no matter um what way in that that it comes out Something like that. Anyways, so that is like direct correlation to this um, because the next EP or album, I want to have a song about this girl, this guy falling in love with this girl. Then the second thing that we have in the story is a song called My V, My Love, Mm -hmm. which is on the EP that I just released. So that's about like this guy and the same girl who they're kind of going through rough patches, but in the end, he uh, still like loves her. And the third one is interesting because it's not my own song, but no song describes jealousy better, at least in my opinion, than Mr. Brightside. Nice. So I covered Mr. Brightside. And um, so that's going to be the third song in this uh, four-song story. And basically where this guy gets really jealous of this girl and this guy that he's hanging out with. Mm -hmm. The fourth one is actually the video of pet cemetery where this guy goes to this witch to like see what is going on. Like, can you tell me like my fortune, that type of a thing, what is going on? And this witch has had um, troubles in her past with like jealous boyfriends, that type of a thing. She's been abused. And so she gets really angry at the, at the guy for, because he sees, she sees her, him in his, uh, in her cauldron yelling at that girl because he's so jealous of her Mm -hmm. and so she casts a magic spell on him to turn him into this kind of undead um skeleton prince king thing in this pet cemetery to punish him then by the end of the video she lifts the curse and he realizes who he is and basically why she did that and that whole type
0: of a thing that's incredible like dude that's that's (laughs) That's some. That kind of reminds me of like. That's like the Black Parade, right? That's yeah. like that could be the next Welcome to the Black Parade by My Chemical Romance or yeah. something. Like I really admire like the theatrical, like the musicality and just the theatrical vibe, but and just how much you're invested in this stuff. Like it's awesome, dude. Like,
1: thank you very much. Yeah, I just I love theater and I do love My Chemical Romance too. Yeah. I have, uh, now,
0: now talking mind. on the con. Just on the topic of like concept albums, do you have a favorite concept album? Or you can name as many as you want.
1: That's really hard. I really love The Black Parade um, and Three Cheers for, for Sweet Revenge from My Chemical mm-hmm. Romance. Yep. I also love 2112 by Rush.
0: Oh, nice.
1: Yeah. Um, and I guess all these musical theater um, kind of soundtracks. yeah are concept albums in a way because they Mm -hmm. do tell a story so I like that aspect too
0: yeah it's it's like the music kind of telling the story have you ever seen American Idiot the Green Day musical
1: I've seen a bit of it
0: yes yeah it is it's truly phenomenal there's not a lot of dialogue it's mostly just like them singing the American Idiot album just as actors but you know what it it still tells the story it still drives the point home And it's still one of my favorite musicals of all time. Like, I'm a musical theater guy as well. Also, uh, Hairspray is another one that really comes to mind. And I think given the year that we've had, especially, like, looking at what's going on, like, in the United States with, like, racial violence and all that, like, I'm going to get, like, really kind of political about this. I feel like a musical, like, Hairspray really kind of, it reflects what's going on right now because there's a whole, like, issue of race and all that. I love musicals that are very, like, invested in like social and political issues yeah I have a
1: big um concept album that I'm brewing right now that has to do with um abuse because I know a lot of people who have been through really bad abuse um Mm -hmm. with boyfriends especially Mm -hmm. and um that's kind of what it's going to be about this story of this girl who is kind of going through high school there's going to be different types of like substance abuse her boyfriend abuse and then just self-destruction in general Mm -hmm. and um just kind of saying to people that there are people out there who go through this and like we're with you're not alone in this fight and there's a light at the end of the tunnel basically
0: that's awesome well, you heard it here first, folks. Like, that's coming later yeah. from Lost in Hollywood. <laughs> now, I was going to talk ask you a little bit about, like, your creative process with all this stuff and with all these songs. But I feel like you've really kind of answered that over the past, like, five minutes. Because, like, you've got this theatrical vibe. And i just assuming from what we've talked about, I'd assume Tim Burton is a, a huge, like, inspiration to you. Yeah, I definitely love Tim Burton, for sure. What- All right. What's your favorite Tim Burton movie then?
1: (laughs) Oh, that is so hard. (laughs) That is really hard. I'm probably have to go with uh, the nightmare before Christmas, just because the first time I actually watched it was from this old VCR. It must've been from, um, I have this half sister and um, just found it in a box when I was about six years old I played it. I probably watched it like 20 times over.
0: (laughs) That's that's amazing. I think I was like probably 10 years old when I saw that one for the first time. Because this was when uh, he did another one that was kind of similar to that The Corpse Bride. I watched that one. And then I found out he did that was the second time he did like something stop motion. So I went back and found The Nightmare Before Christmas. And I'm like, they're kind of the same like animation, like animation wise. And that was kind of what prompted me to want to get into, like, because I love stop motion animation. Like, that's probably my favorite animation style. I even consi- I considered doing, like, digital, like, doing an animation program for a while when I was a kid. Oh,
1: that's really cool. Yeah,
0: so I'll probably do that, like, later on down the road. But, awesome. of course, like, film is something that I'm very passionate about as well. Now, one of the videos that I noticed on your YouTube channel was your music video for first time. And that had, that was really, that was really sweet. Like how you incorporate, was that your girlfriend that you incorporated in there? Yes. Yes. That's awesome. So what was the idea behind that one?
1: So it was uh, a really crazy time at the start of COVID Mm -hmm. um, because of social distancing. We couldn't see each other for about two months Yeah, and like, Our relationship that we have together—we're with each other like Mm twenty-four-seven. Like, um, there's not like two, three days that goes by that we're not together, and um, so not being able to see each other was just really crazy. And then finally, she was allowed half an hour to come over and go to the park with me, and it was so. Just felt like the first time like that first date and within that music video i try to have it i actually try to have that date in the music video where it opens up like i'm going to see my girlfriend for the first time today i haven't seen her in like two months then she comes then we go to the park and then go swimming all that type of a thing and um then there's a part in there where it kind of flashes back to all the memories we've had and um i just Wanted it to be relatable for people because I know that a lot of people haven't been able to see their loved ones, and then when they finally can, it just it's really so amazing and just feels for just like that first time again, you know.
0: Absolutely, and that's another thing. Like COVID has really upended a lot of people, especially if you're in a relationship, like and you can't like because I know people who live in one place and their girlfriends or boyfriends are in another place, and they can't they haven't been able to see them for. A very long time I have a friend who has her boyfriend lives in Baltimore like in Maryland she she lives out in uh, Fenelon Falls which is a little bit north but her boyfriend's like in in the state of Maryland and I feel so bad for her like just not being able to see him like the borders are closed like it's long distance is a real it's a struggle for a lot of people and I my heart goes out to anyone who's really like kind of struggling with all of this. Yeah. It's crazy. Yeah. So apart from music, how have you been keeping busy during this uh, quarantine?
1: Um, well, music has been a big one. Um. Other than that university mm-hmm. Um. over at Ryerson creative industries program. Nice. It been an insane amount of work um, just first year though. So just kind of getting used to it. Yeah. Getting used to writing university essays, that type of a thing. And then um, Lana can finally come over. My girlfriend can finally come over again. So we're together every Friday, every Saturday, um, watching TV. We went to this thing called Pumpkins After Dark the other uh, week. Um, Basically, this big exhibit of uh, pumpkins. They use like over 7,000. They're not real, but they like sculpt them and they were huge. They were like, as tall as rooms and stuff like that. It was really, really cool. Oh man.
0: Sounds awesome. That's awesome, man. Like, well, I'm glad that you and your girlfriend get to spend a little bit of time like, even if it's just like two days a week, like that's, that's still something. And I, that's awesome. So my last question for you, James, is really it's, it must be a, it's going to be a good question. Like what is the best piece of advice that you've ever been given by anybody?
1: Mm. that is a really tough one I think honestly it's be yourself um do what you would do do what you want to do don't care what other people think of you be yourself and I think that's something that I struggled with a long time especially with James Murray and the Midnight riders I think I was trying to be someone who I wasn't And I think Lost in Hollywood finally gave me the outlet to be who I am
0: Mm -hmm. and to do what I really
1: want to do.
0: I was going to say, yeah, I feel like a lot of people like in bands try to be too much like, or even solo musicians too. I feel like a lot of them really struggle and trying to like find their identity. Like you draw from like all these different people, but you don't want to draw too much. Otherwise you kind of become that person. I know for me, especially like I got a lot of comparisons in my early career to like John Bonham from Zeppelin and all of that. But it's like, I don't want, like, I don't want to be known as another like John Bonham, like disciple or anything like that. I want to be known as, as me. Like, I just want to go out there and do my thing and kind of contribute to the, like whatever band I was playing in at the time.
1: I get that for sure. Awesome. um... I just feel like I was trying to be like an Axl Rose or something like that way too much.
0: <laughs> yeah. When
1: I was younger, you know, it was yeah. like, I see these people on the TV. I want to be like them. I guess everybody is a little bit like that, but finally finding yourself and being who you are. is the best thing.
0: Did you know that axel Rose a couple of years ago filled in with AC/DC for a little bit? <laughs> yeah. How did that you, was how'd you feel? How'd you feel about that? I'm I'm an ACDC diehard. Like I, they've been my favorite band since I was th- I was like 11, so.
1: <laughs> yeah.
0: I don't know. I, I was kind of on the fence about it cuz like I love ACDC, but I'm not the biggest Guns N' Roses fan in the world, but you know what? It, they got through the tour just fine like they managed. But now I'm happy that yeah. that, that the good li- the old lineup's back for putting out a new record, so. Yeah. I, it's like eighth grade all over again for me. <laughs> <laughs> That's awesome. <laughs> good stuff, man. All right, James. Well, thank you so much for hanging out thank with you. me tonight. That was, this was a good interview. I really enjoyed like chatting. It was nice to meet you, kind of get to know who yeah, you are.
2: Awesome.
0: And I hope that my listeners and whoever listens to this podcast kind of knows who you are now, too. Um, this interview will be going up like sometime in November, very early November. I, man, I can't say enough good about you, man. You're a cool dude. Thank you. Thank you very much. I appreciate it. So my very, very, very last question here, where can people find you on social media and Spotify? Um,
1: okay. Um, you can find me on spo- social media and Spotify. Um, so Spotify is Lost in Hollywood. And that is spelled L-S-T-I-N-H-L-Y-W-D. Wanted to di- differentiate myself from the song by System of a Down. I'm wearing um, my System of a Down shirt. Yes, I love System <laughs> of a Down. Come on, represent.
0: But I knew that was where that reference was from. <laughs> <laughs> um,
1: and then uh, Instagram, all the other social media is just Lost in Hollywood. You can probably just search up um, the regular Lost in Hollywood, the way you spell it, Lost in Hollywood Music. And yeah, that's how you can find me.
0: Awesome. Well, thanks again, Mr. L- Mr. Hollywood. <laughs> this, is, this has been the Danimals Cage. I've been Dan Martins. This has been James Marin, a.k.a. Lost in Hollywood. Be on the lookout for his new video for Pet Cemetery premiering October 28th. And by the time this interview goes up, it's already out there. So go check it out. We'll see you guys next week. Bye. Thank you very much, man. See ya. Hey.
1: Um, I believe you do readings here, is that correct? Yes, only on Thursdays.
2: You're a little late for that. Oh, shit.
1: Well, is there any chance I could get one done? Any at all? I've come so far. Sit down. Okay.
2: Come
1: here. Ow. Oh, what do you see?
2: Was a very strong woman in your life.
1: Yeah. Know who that is. Why are you yelling at her? Um, I wasn't yelling at her. There's no, I didn't.
2: (laughs) That's exactly what I see. You're yelling at her. Why is that?
1: Um listen, okay, there's this guy and she hangs out with him. I just wanted to know what they were up to. Did you talk to her? Communicate with her?
2: Ask her nicely? Well, I bet you I was just jumped to conclusions, didn't you? That's what all of you do. You just jumped You know what? No! And warlords loss can mount crown, not making us sad. Can't escape. Claws and fangs are clicking of bones. Spirits mourning among the tombstones. And then now, when the moon is bright, someone cries.